My story starts with an eight-year-old wrestler from Nikolaivsk, Alaska. It was his very first state championship wrestling meet, and he was standing in line waiting for finals. He walked out onto the mat, and 10 seconds later, tweet, the whistle had blown, and his hand was up in the air. He was victorious. That little wrestler was me. And at that moment, I was filled with so much joy, I skipped over to my wrestling coach, and I looked at him, and I was expecting a hug, I was expecting a high five, I was expecting, uh, we're proud of you, you did a great job. You're the only person from our team to win state this year. But instead, what I got was I got two hands on my shoulders, and he looked at me, and he said, you just remember right now in this moment that there will always be someone better. And like that was the most profound thing an eight-year-old could ever hear. Honestly, I skipped up to him. I don't know how, at, how he was able to resist my cuteness, to be honest. <laughs> but that number one most profound thing that I had heard kept me up late at night for, I don't know, at least a week. It felt like an eternity for an eight-year-old. And it was at that moment a dream grew for me, and I decided that I wanted to be the best in the world. I wanted to be an Olympian. And I dedicated everything to it. I ran every single day, and I went to wrestling practice every single day. I even hosted my own wrestling practices to try to get as good as I could. Um, I invited friends over, and uh, <laughs> we, we wrestled. I know that sounds weird, right? <laughs> but a, a few years went by, and uh, I was 13 years old. I had just got back from U.S. Nationals. I had won five state championships, and I had just won Nationals when I got back and I went on a fishing trip. And on this fishing trip, I flipped the four-wheeler, and the four-wheeler landed on me, breaking my back, um, crushing my spine. And that is why I'm before you today with these leg braces and these crutches right here, is because it paralyzed me for the rest of my life. I was life-flighted to the hospital, and this is where the second most profound thing happened in my life. This is where I was faced with every 13-year-old's fear. I was faced with, will I be paralyzed for the rest of my life? Will I always be a virgin? <laughs> And, you know, when I get out of here, will I still have friends? And I, I laid there, and I was facing my fears, and I wasn't really sure what to make of this new life that I was forced and plunged into with a simple little mistake. A few years later, I'm, well, I was 15 years old, and I was invited um, back to the hospital where I gladly went back and um, I wanted to go in with my leg braces and my crutches. I wanted to go back in and I wanted to look at my doctor and be like, hey, who's walking now? Like, 
me. It was, and uh, I went back in to kind of like be like, ha ha, what's up? And come to find out, uh, she had actually nominated me to be the miracle child for the Children's Miracle Network. Um, and I had a chance to represent Alaska and travel throughout the United States. And in this process, I had a chance to meet a lot of other young individuals, um, younger than me. Like, we're talking seven-year-olds with cancer, with terminal illnesses, with very uncertain futures. And in this process of me going in and, and talking to these kids, I, I, was, I was 15, and they were asking me, like, hey, can you go in and can you cheer these kids up? And on my, on my way going into all these rooms, more than half the time, these kids had an impact on me more than I had on them. And that was when I decided to face my fears. It was when I finally overcame the fear that that 13-year-old had. And it was when I realized my dream again, the dream of that 8-year-old. I decided that I wanted to be the best in the world and I was going to do anything it took to get there. That was when I started wrestling again. I started exploring sports, and I started doing what I loved. I knew that I could do it. I just had to do it in a different way. I just had to do it without my legs, or I had to be smarter than everyone else. I had to, I had to do it. I just had to, to grow a new perspective in the process. And I, I did. I started wrestling and uh, my physical therapist at the time, she said, hey, you know what? You're super athletic. I want to take you to go skiing. And I was like, I don't want to ski. Skiing's for pansies. I'm a wrestler. Wrestlers are awesome. <laughs> Anyways, so I started skiing. <laughs> she won. And it was during skiing that I discovered that I could be an Olympian and that I could be the best in the world. And that that dream that I had could continue, and it did. Throughout my career, I've, uh, I've broken 23 bones from my femur to my shoulder to concussions to my back multiple times. Once wasn't enough, so I decided to do it a few more times. And um, in this, this, this process of growing to be the best in the world, I was finally able to win a gold and silver medal at Pyeongchang, and I was finally able to accomplish my dream and to accomplish my goal. And the one thing that I really wished, like, that, that I could, I think the only thing that I could take back is that I wish I could have won those medals sooner so that I could see my wrestling coach and I could finally hear, I'm proud of you. Um, unfortunately, he was able to pass away. He, well, he, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he got lucky, all right? No, but he, he, he passed away, and uh, this is in his memory right here. His, he was Steve Wolf of the Nikolaevsk uh, wrestling team. Thank you.